I'm going to see how I feel standing for this episode. Wow. What do you think? Are we rolling, rolling? We're rolling. Who cares about Ross and Patrick? I don't care. Yeah, like, who gives? They obviously care about themselves, but who else do they care about? I don't know. I'm not so sure. Mm, maybe we'll have a guest or two. The world's going up in flames, so, like, who cares? <laughs> who cares? We care. Gross. <laughs> Hip, hip, hooray, the Super Raider saved the day. We changed the story, we, we solved the a problem. problem. <laughs> I don't know what the next line is. We got the power. No, we solved the problem. We changed the story? We changed the story, we solved the problem. Something, so, something. And then it's like, so hip, hip, hey. It's so hip, hip, hooray, hey. It's a very simple song. <laughs> Super readers theme song, full full execute. Uh, like the vocalists are going for it in the booth. Man, what is life? High production value. There's, there, it's probably like a very modern studio, or it's somebody's like bedroom studio, and they just know how to crank out the hits for children's TV. Speaking of children's TV, hey everybody, welcome to the show. I'm Ross, and I'm Patrick, and I, this is this is who cares? Who cares? The Who Cares podcast, About which is now Ross and Patricia, which is now a children's TV show. Apparently. Yes, which really is just us singing the different earworms that have planted themselves permanently into my brain. So hip hip hooray! I mean, that one has got its hooks in me. Hip hip hooray! The Super Reader Save the day. day. I really should be hired to sing jingles. We change the story. We solve the problem. problem. Dun, 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 so hip, hip, hooray. Yeah, I'll, look I'll look it up. You you <laughs> describe the show. You describe what the show is. Um, This show is called Super Y. Uh, it is on PBS Kids, which is uh, what we're... You know what? I don't need judgment about how I'm letting my 15-month-old watch television, okay? I'm getting enough of it in my own head, so I don't need it from any viewers, first of all. Second of all, we're watching a lot of PBS kids in the house. Uh, So there are worse things, obviously. I really, great content on PBS kids. My babysitter keeps trying to make me feel better that I let Fran watch television because of the programming she's watching. Um, which is nice from the person I'm paying to watch my child uh, to make me feel better. All right, stop. The opening, <laughs> the opening theme goes, who's got the power, the power to read? Who answers the call for friends in need? Super Y. Super Y, Can he's the guy. It? I know it. Yeah, how does this go? Well, I guess you get from the top here. Oh, I don't know how the verse goes. Because then it goes, then down here, List this like it's a different song. Hip, hip, hooray. The super reader saved the day. We changed the story. We solved the problem. We worked together so hip, hip, hooray. <laughs> I think this is, yeah, this, this is, is a like different song. This, this is like a little interstitial. This is how they end the show. This is the theme song yeah. of the show. How does this go? Um, I can't remember because the hip hip hooray is like so Tumbles. fucking. It's so deep oh, yeah. into my brain. Super why? Super why? Oh yeah. Oh, how does that? Go? I know. I can't. I can't get it. Well, this is thrilling. We've everybody. only seen this show a hundred million well, times. Well, so I actually. Oh, Peg! I almost stepped on you. Peggy's in the Who Cares? Yeah, we're in the studio, studio which, today. Which there's been a lot of changes around here. Ooh, hold on. Let's, First of all, let me. All right, you want to finish? Let's this? just wrap up. Okay, let's we'll wrap, wrap up this up. episode on children's theme songs. <laughs> let's wrap this up. First of all, Patrick is still standing, okay? I'm standing, I'm pacing. He's Elton John, he's still standing, okay? Um, So, Super Y is definitely made in some sort of Asian country. All the the names are, like, of Asian descent. They have um, uh, nine-year-old children animating a stop, show. Stop, they, stop, stop. Well, it's, it's good because they just say, you just make this show look like the way you would want to watch it. Anyways... I don't like the animation. It's very like clunky and like 
old. I mean, they're beginners. It's like they're twenty like, year old Pixar or seven something. years old. <sighs> Is this bit working for any of you viewer? Anyway, the old, the old uh, child labor, child humor. labor bit. <laughs> um. I didn't. I don't like the show. I try to skip over it. But Fran has now. She. I think because it is such a simple movement type of animation, she's drawn to it. However, it is a lot about spelling. They pause a lot for like yeah. interaction, and I have been witnessing her like they'll spell Engaged. things out very slowly, make the sounds of letters, and she is like very interested in that. She yeah. points at the screen when there's like letters coming up and stuff. So I'm like, okay, she loves this show. She's learning something. Fine. And PBS Kids is a slower paced programming. Yes. Like yeah, they, it is for a, it is for a younger child. Yeah. Maybe not as young as Fran, according to the American Pediatric Association. Well, I'm just but... saying, like, we're not just like letting her watch mainstream TV. No, like, no, 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 no. I do, I do dislike it when we're at the hotel and it's like commercial after commercial, and it's all like. Eat this candy. Take this candy, lick it, dip it in pure sugar, and eat it. Well, that's that is that was what sort was of an interesting. Product? I can't even remember the name. It was such a house of horrors. We saw it like a um, hundred times a day. No, and it was on. So we when we were in the hotel in the town, the hotel that shall that remain shan't nameless. Be named. Um, the and we shan't were, be named sweets. And we were. <laughs> that's good. Um. And we were in like a one bedroom suite where, but it was much smaller than our apartment. And, you know, it was like survival mode. So it was like the TV just goes on, whatever. And we had to watch a lot of Nickelodeon because it was like either Nickelodeon or Disney Channel were really like our two options. And like Cartoon Network even felt like too adult. They play the same shows over and over yeah. again on that damn cha- on all those channels. It's yeah. like either SpongeBob SquarePants all day, whatever. Anyway, he lives in the ocean under the sea. Which I mean, none of that is like her speed. It's literally just on as background to distract her occasionally, so that like we can have a moment. Uh, however, we did discover big uh, big city greens oh, on yes. the Disney Channel. <laughs> Which is a cartoon that we probably like more than she does. Um, but the advertising, yes, is horrific. And we realize how spoiled we are to have like smart TV, PBS Kids app where you can just like click on a Sesame Street, no ads. They're not keep... trying to sell your child anything. No, if anything, it's like brought to you by like some fucking nonprofit corporation or, or something. an evil corporation of some kind it could be a waystar royco situation yes. where they're like yes. trying to like dip into children's programming to be like see we're good they're Which trying I to do launder wonder. they want to launder their blood money i do wonder that because there are a couple uh ads where it's like the so-and-so family i'm yeah. like who's this family yeah Who's this family like, that's this invested? This is brought to you by Purdue Pharma and the Sacklers. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but anyways, the ads on regular TV are fucking horrific and Nickelodeon should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah. Because it is truly just like crap toys, disgusting sugar corn syrup food, just like one hit after yeah. another. It's really bad what... It's very uh, disturbing. What we... I think it was our generation, like, starting with, like, the kinds of cereals we... Yes. ...were advertised about and what we... I mean, I loved eating it. I still love eating it. Like, it's You're a really, true addict for that kind of cereal. Yeah. They got you good. They got me real good, and now uh, I'm pre-diabetic, so... <sighs> Self-diagnosed, just like the COVID. No, I was on the verge of pre-diabetic last round of blood tests I got. That's what they said? Something like that, yeah. Okay. Um, but this one commercial in particular that we saw a million times was literally some sort of like sugar-encrusted like gooey straw. Like, <laughs> you know, you've seen them. Like the sour straws. They used to sell them at the front of Blockbuster. Who's old? Me? <laughs> um, but now they're in a jar, in a, like a plastic container with the center hollowed out for an extra corn syrup liquid dip. So you dip your dipstick. Your dipstick, your your gummy dipstick into 
a liquid version of the same thing that you're already eating. So it's like a double corn syrup dip. It's fucking insane. It should be criminal. Yeah. Like all these anti-vaxxers. Let's talk about this first. This is actually more concerning to me. What is the term for, oh, the gummy, yeah, remember gummy rope, like Sour Patch Kid Yeah, that's ropes? what it is. Yeah. And it's like, it's always to like a bunch of boys like, like skateboarding yeah. and powering up on this like sugar candy. Like, yeah. like it had the same energy of, um... What's Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew, yes. And Our like monster energy like, drink. Strap it to a slim jib. Like yeah. it's like very that yeah. sort of level of insanity. Although I would eat a slim jim, even though that looks fucking disgusting. I would eat that before I would go anywhere near this. Yeah, what's tile. Going on in a slim jim? It's all like gri- oh, grinded it's meat. It's mostly bones <laughs> and tendons. It's gotta be. It's meat, meat dust. <laughs> Serious meat yeah, dust. Yeah, it's like jerkied meat it's, with a ton of spices and just grind it up in like a in like one of those hand crank grinders. And and like shoved into some sort of like edible plastic casing. Yes. Yes. Horrific. Uh, horrific what they let us eat it's wild i can't i don't i i haven't dug into the data but i don't think as americans we are as healthy as we have been in the past you haven't done your own research you haven't done you gotta do your hun as we know we've got to do our own research when it comes to covid and pandemics and 9-11 you've got to do your own research research and then you need to tweet about that research yes don't snopes it don't you dare snopes no. it because you know what snopes is controlled by the federal government yeah biden is clicking away on snopes <laughs> letting you think just that... squinting at his computer screen <laughs> he's, he's like, like what's a no, mouse no you say i just click here you're pointing yeah. point and click i'm he's pointing with my finger he's not snopesing he's snoozing He's snoozing on a number of issues, actually. He's uh, just uh, incarcerating lots of children at the border. Yeah, just sending fucking Haitian families back to where they came from. he's getting them to work on animated TV shows for our children, like a true American. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. So before I went off the rails on children's programming, where were you going to go? Oh, I was just saying I'm standing in the office because I want to... I'm not standing anymore. I sat. I he did sat. sat. Uh, he and gave now, up and he sat. So this office is tiny. Oh, yes. And we needed another chair for in here because we needed a place to go when we need to nap. Yep. So we have a folding anti-gravity chair in here <laughs> where we have both. <laughs> Within 20 minutes of being here today, I was asleep in it. <laughs> and you, wait, you said you have not napped in it yet? No, because I don't fall asleep unless I did not sleep at all during the night. I can't imagine that I would actually fall asleep in that. But I will turn the lights off, kick my feet up and watch my programs. Oh, yeah. That is your sleep. I just need somewhere to go to rest, rest my mind, rest my body, but not in an actual healthy way, not in a like. I fall asleep. But- See, I can just go on the subway, on a bus, on yeah. the front seat of a car while I'm driving and reach a catatonic state yeah. within minutes. Haircut. I never in my life had, had oh, I ever man. heard of somebody getting a haircut, haircut while sleep. Asleep. A haircut sleep is the most restful sleep. Because <laughs> you, uh, someone else is taking care of you. There's sharp blades by your eyeballs. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. So you might as well. Get a few Z's and yeah, I'll take a few. Uh, I'll take an inch off the back and uh, a few hours off my day with this nap. Thanks. He worked hard for that. You know what? Who cares? <laughs> who cares? That's why we do this podcast. He's back who, up, everybody. He's back who up. Who cares? I'm standing and I'm. Uh, the lids looked heavy, but he stood up. I. They feel heavy. Yeah, they look heavy. I don't think we should be talking about feeling drowsy on the podcast. Um. What else? You know why we're doing it though? Because we're parents. Yes. And we're tired. Yeah. So you just went to the town and the, the hotel. Shan- the Champy Name Suites. The Champy Name Suites. 
uh, for what we believe to be the last time. I so we were just feel, separated for a week. I feel very much like it was the last time, but it feels like the first time. It feels like the very first time. Super Y. <laughs> Super Readers. Um, yes, and I'm back. It's so nice to be here. Uh, I missed you <laughs> dearly. It's so nice. Viewer, so nice to be here. Thanks for having me. I really wish we could dig in on like what that job was all about, but we just can't. We just can't. We shan't and we can't. The NDAs have been signed. It's not worth it. There's plenty of other things for us to dish about. Yeah. Um, So you were gone for a week. I did another week of, I'll put in quotes, solo momming, uh, because I did, as we approached your leave day again i actually called on my parents to come and help me because i was just like you know what i cannot face another weekend with this demon child no no we're obsessed but it especially our elevate i know it's like shut up white woman. luxury problems but our elevator is down i'm bringing the damn stroller up and down and up and down which i realized i don't need to be doing uh, I can because... just leave the stroller in the fucking vestibule, but whatever. It just took a few weeks of doing that to and severely bruising my side body to realize why am I doing this? Uh, but you know, Peggy and Fran are a fair amount of work uh, with you and I together. Present. Yeah, I mean, you gotta keep your eyes on these things. You gotta keep your eyes peeled. Both of them will eat anything off the ground. Yep, things are going in mouths for sure. You so gotta, I called my parents, not that they were lifting the fucking stroller up and down, because they're like feeble, elderly now and can't like pick things up. Well, uh, they're not feeble or elderly. I'm kidding. They're very sprightly. But they can't. People. They can't be trusted to lift a stroller up and down a narrow don't stairwell. Want them anywhere near my child in a drop zone. In heights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any sort of incline decline situation. Yeah. Um. So you called in. It was nice to have them to just not change every diaper, not make every meal, go to the bathroom with the door closed. That's what I've been telling people like those three items. You just want to shit in privacy sometimes. I want to shit in privacy. I want to know that I can have time to myself. I want to know that not every single diaper has to be changed by me. I want, which honestly is really only on the weekends because we have an amazing babysitter who was coming during the day. But, you know, I worked on Monday with also having a babysitter. It was a very long day. It's, you know, I'm just still getting used to this new life. The full kit and caboodle of like having a child at home and working. Yes. It is crazy that our parents did that for decades (laughs) with like yeah with not with probably not the same amount of help your mom for sure definitely well we had a babysitter we went to after school i mean i think going to school changes everything yes yes and i guess that's why school starts so early school's at like 7 30 or 8 in the morning Shit, you know the other morning fran woke up really early typically she wakes up at like 7 7 30 but she woke up randomly at like 6 15 the other morning and i look out the window it's like basically still dark now the sun is starting to like rise a little early there was a bunch of families waiting outside of the store across the street pretty girl which is the name of a store directly across the street uh all these families standing outside and I was so confused. I was like, what is going on? And of course, I, in my mind, I was like, is this like a food line or something? Like, what is this? I've never seen that before. And it was a school bus pickup. Wow. At 630. Wow. And they yeah. were little. Fran, have a good day. Get on the bus. They were little the kids stairs. that I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, they're getting on the bus at 630, which means they're up at probably Five five thirty to get these kids like ready and out the fucking door. Like, where are they going? I do. I do actually remember though in school, like that thirty minutes before you got to get out the door to school. Everything happens so fast. It's like you're getting up, you're shoving food down your face, you're taking a shower, putting clothes on, brushing your teeth. Like it was horrible out the door. 
so early. I hated it. Yeah. Which you, you can only imagine. Pain in the ass. Because <laughs> you know, I, I am not known for my punctuality. Although with Fran, I've gotten much better. But you know, I don't like getting places early. That annoys me. Mm. And you know, everyone's teenagers, middle schoolers. We're fucking tired. We, you know, we didn't want to get up and go to school. But ugh. And my mom has always been a morning person, so it was like. She's busting in the door. She's like, time to get up. Ross Aaron, get up. Ross Aaron, you got to get up. I'm not waiting for you. I'm not waiting for you. And then it turned, like, especially towards the end of high school before I got my driver's license. Ooh. Fights. Huge. Knockdown, drag out. My brother is, like, still scarred. He loves to say how, like, I'm going to do the same thing to Fran. I was like, no, I'm not because I'm who I am and our mom is who she is. Yeah, like, but you you will because you're going to have places to be. I'm not going to be. First of all, we don't have a driveway that is next to our kitchen windows. So you're not so, going to sit in the car. My mother, talk about escalating a situation, <laughs> would sit in the drive, knowing I'm not ready, knowing I'm nowhere near getting in the car, gets in the car, in the driveway, honking the horn the neighbors must have loved that and then i'm in the kitchen and is papa still at work at that point no 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 this is in the morning no i'm saying graveyard though didn't he work no 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 he he only ever worked until like maybe one one or two in the morning at Mm. the latest but typically he was home at like midnight or something so he's up probably watching dave like Mm. because i'm having to leave earlier with my mom and i'm just in the kitchen screaming at my mother who's in the car who obviously can't hear me i'm like why are you doing this (laughs) (laughs) and it's like my dad is like i have like vivid memories of him like the way their kitchen is set up where they have that little shotgun platform that's like where the actual stove and stuff is he's in there doing his thing that he still does to this day just you know listening to wfan and like getting some dish together and he's just like, why do you guys always do this? Just like mumbling into <laughs> himself. <laughs> and my poor, poor like, man. my poor, like, elementary school aged brother is just like hearing these like insanities coming out of his mother and sister. We did that quite a bit. So when I got my driver's license and they gave me their old car, which was something I never expected. It really changed the game yeah. because we were yeah. killing the environment, but my mom was leaving for school when she wanted and I was leaving for school when I wanted. I think I, it was, the only hangups I had about going to school was early. It was like, uh, like second and third grade maybe where I would oh. like, uh, do the fake, like I'm sick a lot. Mm. I remember once hiding my winter coat and I was like, I can't go to school. I don't know where my coat is. No idea where that coat is. That I'm, is so cute. I better not go to school. How can I go to school, mom? Yeah. Throw my coat. But then I just, I at a certain point, I just loved school so much that I always liked going. So What a cutie. I was never... Well, like, I hope Fran gets that from you. I Yeah, I remember middle school maybe. I was just like, I got screamed at once by a teacher for not doing the homework right. So I was like, all right, I don't like that feeling. So I just... Became like an overachiever with the ho- homework. Always a helpful tactic. Just scream at the youth <laughs> to well, get them guy, to do it right. This guy was so insane. He would scream in people's faces. He he would do it to Josh Nugent every single day. He would and he was like one of the few African American families in our school district. And this guy would like bend at the waist like a drill sergeant so and just, a white teacher screaming yeah, in a black kid's yeah, face yeah cool uh well the ending of the story is that because mr DeSole had such a uptight way of communicating with the world he went to a yankee game one day and had a heart attack in his car and died in the parking lot so what the fuck oh at the God. age of like 55 or something he was wound tight yeah yeah uh the sad part is though him and I think Coach Burke or something. Not Burke. What was his name? Gay anyway, Love Affair? No, no, no. They just would go to Yankee games together, oh. and the guy drove him down to the Bronx to go to the Yankee game, and then DeSole died in the car. Jesus. So anyway, I liked going to school. <laughs> 
Whereas Yahan here was like up to her her original shenanigans, which apparently like nobody thought was like a cry for help or that maybe I needed some assistance in school where I was like, I remember seventh grade, like being like, I got to get to school 30 minutes early because I have to study for this test that I didn't study for last night or like, oh, I have to finish this homework assignment because I didn't do it last night. Like that energy started for me very early on. And so you did like getting there early if you were. Well, if I was an anxious mess because I didn't do what I was supposed to. Yeah. (laughs) I, uh, I'm, I trained another person on this job upstate over the weekend and he's like European and he was talking about how he's a late person. And he's Mm. like, he's like, I just don't think it's a big deal if you're a few minutes late to something because. And you were like, (laughs) (laughs) he's like, because if that's the time, if the time is you know, one thirty meeting, like what's wrong with one thirty five? And I just I'm just like, uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. You're like, you are insane, dude. <laughs> yeah. That is very Euro though. They are like, we take breaks, like we're casual, yeah, we're coming, that's we're going. Fine, but it's when you're involving work and other people and appointments. But that's how they are. I mean, at least from my France experience, like working with French and Italian people, it's just like not the same let's fucking go yeah. you know like we've got shit to do people's time is valuable i mean i've chilled out over the years oh yes significantly and um so and you know, we also travel separately a lot when we're going to the same place so not as much as we used to but well, yes I think that that's was also something we... covid has shut down the world so have you guys heard that covid shut down the world this just in yeah, except uh, the whole world except Florida. Garbage. I just read a headline. What a dumpster. I just read a headline that in Florida, if you're exposed to COVID, you don't need to quarantine anymore at, on college campuses. They just want to kill people? Is that yeah. it? Yeah. They're just like, <laughs> life's tough. Yeah. Bootstraps, ever heard of them? Oh, the world is upsetting. So... Because it's so upsetting and we occasionally have the luxury of turning away from how upsetting it is because you can't take it in 24-7. No. What do we do? We watch things like A Bachelor in Paradise, Almost Paradise. A lot of singing on this episode. We're knocking on heaven's door. Um, we haven't talked about that at all. VIP? VIP. Yeah, a lot. Of moving parts this season. A lot of moving parts. I mean, we won't like go full recap on you, but um, we have been watching week to week, mm-hmm. you and I. A uh, lot of lot of drama this season. Yeah, a lot full of drama. Cult behavior. As with, you, I mean, the, as usual. This is more than usual. Think oh, because of, of the Instagram stuff and the banding together. Yeah. People banding oh, yes. together to yes force people off the island with no chris harrison wielding a wand of authority just saying we all think you should all leave yes it is very interesting also um former cast member wells who now is just like part of the the bartender the bachelor nation like He's basically auditioning as host he's part of the the bachelor nation zeitgeist um he said on one episode, there's only one rule. You don't come to Bachelor batch, or Paradise with a boyfriend or a girlfriend. And it's like, that's not real. There are no rules. Yeah, there's like, no let's rules. Not, like, let's not pretend that there are rules. But there is a bit of a the snake eating its own tail situation happening with like people acknowledging Instagram followers. It's like a way to make money. It's a way to become famous for fame's sake. Uh, Which I'm sure those conversations have happened a lot on the show, but they edit them out because you want the viewer to just be wrapped up in the drama of what's happening on the island. But this season in 2021, it's like, yeah, this is a part of the storyline. Yeah. People's obsession with fame outside of the nation instagram is another character on bachelor yes. paradise yes. as it turns out it's a setting it's a location it's a vibe <laughs> yeah everyone's vibing that seems to be the word of the season yeah it's a vibe we officially are too old for any very of this shit. old very old um 
we were talking about one of the uh, quote unquote strongest couples on the island, which people love to talk about on the show. They're like, oh, they're one of the strongest couples here. Yeah, who's the strongest couple? I well, think we're one of the strongest couples here. We have brought out a fire truck and some long ropes to do a strongman <laughs> competition on I the beach. Them doing that rope thing where they're like. We're going to toss some tires. We're going to lift a boulder. We're having a strongest couple on the island contest. They would love, the men would really love that. Uh, But there's a couple. Well, the men would hate it if it involved squats because nobody's doing leg day. Nobody's, everybody's doing arm day. Nobody's doing leg day. Well, we also have neck day going on. Yes. uh, What's his face? I'm doing neck day twice a week. What's his name? Ed. Ed showed up. Ed the neck. Ed Ed the the neck. (laughs) When you're Ed the head, you need a strong neck. That's his uh, byline. <laughs> um, and if you don't watch the show at all, apologies. Ed must have majored in the mortuary sciences. He lo- <laughs> Doesn't he look like a dead person or someone who works with dead people? No, because Pale all I skin. see is that he is like a fucking Sopranos extra. He's like got- he looks like he would be in a a throwback. Mm-hmm. There's a guy that has ex- his like exact a polyester, hair. Polyester suit. There's a guy in the Sopranos that has his exact hair, but it's white. Yes. So it's like if there was a throwback to like I that, that character as a younger guy, it's him. And I think that guy's name on the Sopranos is Ed the Head. <laughs> but then like this girl, Natasha, is like, oh my God, Ed is so cute. She's pathetic. Ugh. I I have You're no sympathy her. for You're done Natasha. with her now? She just didn't do anything to seduce anyone. Wow. Like, why do, why do you think you deserved Brandon? Why do you think you deserved... What was the other guy? I don't think it's that she thought she deserved... Well, no, everybody thinks they deserve love, quote unquote, which is why they're there. Because they're like, I deserve love. I deserve yeah. happiness. Where's mine? It's like, in my terrible line that i like to bring up while we're watching it which only makes us look bad ultimately uh is when somebody's like oh my god this is literally the worst thing that's ever happened to me you're like but like you know what's going on in afghanistan right now like right (laughs) like or haiti you know take your pick of atrocity honestly well tia last night said it about two different people people somebody lee or kendall was upset and leaving and she said seeing kendall upset like this is literally the worst thing i've ever seen yeah (laughs) like the worst this is also a person that's constantly talking about their vagina dancing yeah i was gonna say her spectrum of experience goes from does it is it the worst thing i've ever seen or does it make my vagina dance but she's also like a bible thumper she talks about like being into bible study i I don't know what's going on with this woman yeah she's a she's a quirky quirky one quirky not quirky quirky i said quirk quirk quirky that's what i'm saying it does not sound like it. quirky quirk quirky 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 i'm saying it are you gaslighting me viewer weigh in doesn't it sound like he's saying quirk like a no quirk well that's what we were saying about someone on the last season they kept saying saying quirky quirky. but i'm saying quirky quirky quirk okay quirk queen quirk queen quirk quirk Work, quirk, quirky. Are you gaslighting me right now? He says you're listening to me and you're saying I'm saying something I'm not saying. So there's a 35 year old Joe. Um, I almost said grocery Joe. I almost said garbage can Joe. Grocery store. He does have the face of a garbage can. It's a bit, yeah. It looks like uh, he looks like an extra in a Steven Seagal movie who gets their arm broken the wrong way. Or, <laughs> you know, you know, they always have that or shot. Gangs of New York. Yes. You know, and he old got, timey fucking boxer punched in the nose yes, too many times. He's boxing with his fists in an upward position. Yeah, the Fighting Irish. Yes. Um. So Joe, who's thirty five, his new girlfriend Serena, who's twenty three. She was born in nineteen ninety eight. And we and you were saying you're like she just seems so young to me. I was like, yeah, because she is. Like we are almost twenty years older than her. Oh my god, what is happening? <laughs> but Joe is also more in our age bracket than her. So I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? She ain't gonna move to Chicago. She ain't moving to Chicago. Yeah, like, what is his deal? What does he do for work? Well, you know what's interesting? This. 
But is he a grocery? Does he work at a grocery he, store? His family owns a grocery store, I believe. Mm. So that, and he was like part of that family business, I believe. He's part of a grocery dynasty in the Midwest. But on, <laughs> on, uh, will you accept this rose? Who will discuss all of these things much better than we will? Because that's the whole point of their show. Uh, they had guest star Nikki Glazer on. Mm who had some insight into this as mm -hmm. now she is the producer and uh, host. host of F boy Island, which we also watched because you know what times is tough. Okay. <laughs> and this is how we survive. Judge me. Sure. But we, this is what I have to do sometimes we, to fucking turn my empath off. Our drugs are sugar and trash. Yes. Okay. okay. And sometimes the trash comes in the form of, TV shows. Uh, so she was saying that grocery store Joe is somebody who, you know, somebody pitched him to the show right for the first time. He got kicked off the first. Uh, yeah, the, I don't even remember whose season he was. I don't on. either. And he got he was cut the first night, uh, and then came to Paradise, and all of a sudden, like, made a splash, and like people thought he was so charming, and like every man the whole time shuffling around in his adidas slip-ons i'm like hot women are fighting over this 35 year old man who's shuffling around like a damn college senior in socks and sandals or like he's on a break from the psych ward he's like oh it's laundry day so you know <laughs> <laughs> i'll meet you down at the dining hall okay cool uh that's the energy uh but nikki glazer was saying that he is somebody that like probably doesn't really know what he wants to do with his life. And like, this is sort of just offering him time, money to kill. and opportunity and time to kill. Cause he was on dancing with the stars too. Wow. And so it's like, yeah, he's like, oh, I guess I'll just say yes to this. Cause like, what the fuck else am I doing? I mean, I will say there is something to a network like ABC where it's just sort of, understood that if you're going to cast someone for any of these shows they just have to be easy on the eyes yes and he has like a very nice face to look at he's it's very american he's rugged yeah i and think he's also probably appealing to older generation because he does have that old timey yeah, look. yeah and it's literally like well if we're going to put these people on our screen they got to look a certain way like i remember casting stuff for work i've done in the past and uh straight up being told no based on a person's oh, appearance. Oh, interesting. So like... Actually, it's uh, not even that interesting. Yeah, so <laughs> he's like a weird, just kind of a com most common denominator kind of yeah. person. That's why there's so many like just plain blondes on there. Yeah. Like Kendall looks like that girl that drove in the minivan to Matt James season. Oh, yeah. And then there's like... I don't know, 10 other women over the last few yeah. years that look exactly that same way. It is so... I wonder when it's going to... There's never like, been a fat person on there. No, no. I was thinking about that, actually. Like, it would be so, like, niche if they decided to do that as opposed to, like, yeah, there are fat people in the world, too. Like, yeah. might as well <laughs> like, yeah. acknowledge them and know that people are attracted to fat people like yeah. anyway um so we've so been watching Nikki, that oh she was just saying that he this is his job now like yeah and that this person that probably was like slightly aimless he's like in the family business has like charmed america and he keeps getting offered to do things well, and like i mean also from a male's perspective i will say doing this like really does open up opportunities for lots of sex oh sure so it's like yeah i'll do the thing that will make me you know make lots of women want to sleep with me sure <laughs> you know what's funny actually my parents are hardcore dancing with the stars fans right so we both have this abc alliance but like we don't cross over like i fucking hate dancing with the stars i think it's so dumb and cheesy and my parents think the bachelor nation stuff is like they don't see any of the entertainment value in it yeah but they're so mad that there is an overlap between like bachelor nation and dancing with the stars so they like him 
they're fans of his? No, they hate that all of oh. those contestants oh, get on. There's several dancing? every season, oh. and they win often too because there's like they're in cahoots. Who are some other people that have done well on that? Hannah B. She won. Oh yeah. So after her season, she went on and she won Dancing with the Stars. My parents hate her. They she hate her. She's terrible. I mean, she was very annoying. But what it's is just, the dumb, ignorant thing she said? I think she used the N word very casually on. Oh, she was rapping. She was rapping along to a song, but like on a video, like recorded yeah. herself. Casually I mean, she also said saying dumb things about Colton being gay, right? I mean, she's a fucking beauty queen from Alabama. Like, is it any surprise that she's saying dumb, yeah. ignorant things? Sorry about it. <laughs> so, so Bachelor in Paradise, what what are the big takeaways, though? It, it's an entertaining season. Kenny is just banging everybody. Kenny's banging everybody and getting away with it because you know why? He's communicating with them. And Yes. Because and he's, he's showing his 40-year-old. I do like this idea that Kenny and Mari could go live in any like Rochester or <laughs> Fort Wayne, Indiana or Bakersfield, California and be the hottest people in yeah. town. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. For the sure. Rochester tents. And she's Puerto Rican. So like she's bringing exotic to yeah. somewhere like that. too. Yeah. Peggy, Peggy is really to? sorting in her bed. She's got a she has an office bed, a studio office bed. We have an office Bark a lounger. Yeah, a lounger to nap in. Peggy's got her bed. We're making the best of what we got. Yeah. Um, we didn't really plan anything to talk about, which isn't necessarily new. But now I'm like, what else should we talk about? Well, you have become a big fan of the HBO. Oh! What are what are We're these called? Prestige series Succession. Oh my God. I've been for three years trying to get you to watch this show. <laughs> and now that season three is coming, I ramped up my efforts. Yep. And you finally turned it on. And now you're the bigger fan. Yeah. You can't stop. I can't. I'm so invested. You're you're obsessed with Kendall and I'm his, obsessed. His uh his acting bona fides. I think he might be one of the most talented actors I've ever seen. Yeah. There, I said it. And he's a Connecticut boy. He went to Yale, you said. Yes, but he's from Boston. New England kid. Wow. Because um, I like to do my deep dives, my wiki deep dives on actors that I really like. Yeah. Uh, I'm just blown away. I'm blown away by his vulnerability in this mm -hmm. show. Mm -hmm. I just... The pain. It's not over the top. He's doing. He's doing so much eye and face acting i was actually thinking also his posture the way he carries yes. his body he's you can see he's wound so tight well and it changes too based on like how he is like yeah. there's a lot of like puffing chest yes. when he's like on coke and like yeah. trying to wheel and deal and like saying really terrible catchphrases yeah and then when he's like a broken man he's like turned inward mm -hmm. and sort of shuffling around weeping Oh, if anybody knows the actor who plays Kendall, and I just tell him that Ross from the Who Cares podcast. Open invitation to come on the pod. I love him. Um, Wait, what was I going to say about him? Oh, he was making me think of um, what's her name from The Handmaid's Tale and uh, Mad Men. Peggy. Yeah, but what's her name? Her real name. Lisa. Linda. No. Melissa oh. Joan Hart. No. Oh, what is her name? Elizabeth Moss. Moss. Thank you. It was making me think of Elizabeth Moss because she does lots of... Do we think he's a Scientologist? No, 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 no. He's living in Copenhagen with his fucking psychiatrist's wife. You know she's a Scientologist. I know. It's very sad. But Scientologists don't believe in psychiatry, so we know we know for sure we he's not... We can confirm. Yeah. Because um, she does a lot of very intense subtle mm. face eye acting in that show however the handmaid's tale is a completely well it's not completely fictitious hey texas dystopian uh it's dystopian and there's so many intense like dramatic things going on in this alternate reality mm -hmm. that not to say that her acting is any less amazing but you, you don't picture her in the real world no and it's like 
Kendall, it's like I I don't personally know this guy, but I'm 100% sure that this guy exists. Well, I was going to say, I'm sure we've been at dozens of meetings with this guy. Yes. You know, like like person at the top of their game. Yes. Very wealthy. Definitely the Upper East or the Upper West Side. Or Tribeca. Or Tribeca. But they're broken down yes. and they've reached their bottom. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I guess maybe that's what it is, right? It's like, and I think just like the desperate approval of the need desperate for need for approval up from the parents yeah specifically the father obviously but like they are these adults are all children of abuse yeah that we're watching yeah right like i their, think that's their chemistry their trauma bonding it's, it's fucking intense they look nothing alike but you buy it because they're yes. so good together it's very it's compelling which and it's you very told funny me. right it is. I wouldn't say it's very funny, but I definitely Tom and Greg give yeah, me Tom the comedy. Walmskin, he's hysterical. That guy. <laughs> he's so everybody's so believable and so good. Yeah, it's really. And I mean, I know you were trying to convince me like ages ago. And I was like, I don't want to watch some fucking drama about a rich family like going through it who gives a shit i think also especially during the trump era i didn't want to watch it mm. i think maybe that had a part of it where i was just like i'm living it in real time like i yeah. don't need to watch this too not that necessarily things are any better because you know joe and kamala a disappointment yeah as we kind of knew well, it's but the system it's the system it's the system it's uh, capitalism. Let's talk about capitalism. Guys, we never <laughs> we never talk about this on this show. <laughs> I'm I'm preaching the doctrine too. I was working on Monday, part of capitalism, cog in the wheel. Mm -hmm. And the photographer I was working with, we were going on he's bleeding heart liberal such as myself, uh going on and on about how much we hate capitalism as we're in our large uh e-retailer yeah styling job <laughs> styling photography that job exist without capitalism <laughs> but yeah we were we were getting all into the ins and outs so we're all hypocrites you know welcome to clown school okay so everything's performative we're all clowns enjoy we can, we can pivot now toward pivot. your activism you've yes. become an activist my in the local, last my local activism. 22 hours <laughs> I got a very passionate phone call from you in the morning yesterday. Fired up. Well, Which was cute. I have to say, I enjoy, I enjoy when we get on the phone <laughs> and then like we're just having a really fun chat or interesting chat. Like I'm really locked. We're locked in. Yeah. And then I look at my phone. I'm like, we've been on the phone for a fucking hour. What it is, is cute. What did we? What are we doing? Like we're dating. Yeah. That's cute. Like she was napping. You were doing whatever in the kitchen. Yep. I don't have to was, report. I was driving. Yep. Upstate. Oh yeah, you home. were just beginning your drive, so you were like, "Let's go. I'm ready to talk. This is ideal." Well, kind of not really. I I thought we were just going to be on the phone for five minutes. I was going to hang up and then listen to my crime podcast or whatever. Oh. But I'm saying I did enjoy our chat. Yeah, me too. Very much. But yeah. you were fired up because you had been tweeting at, calling, DMing our local representatives. Yes, and three one one specifically. Yeah. Uh, we got a trash problem here in Bushwick, which you've heard us talk about. And we're not talking about the twenty eight year old men. No, but you know, take them out and leave them somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Just find the proper bin, please. please. It starts at home. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah our our park and our streets are really littered, and our. Uh, child wants to eat all of it our child and our dog wants to eat all of it did i mess up this no microphone? we're good okay um and our neighbor runs an instagram called this bushwick life check it out uh it's great he he posts lots of content about our neighborhood um different businesses current to events. visit current events different like meetups and activist driven types he, of things he had the best coverage of hurricane ida yeah, so much so that other news organizations reached out to him for his footage. Um, so he has been documenting all of this trash all over the city, all over the, our neighborhood for a while. 
Um, and certainly since Fran is now in the picture, we are much more aware of how filthy it's gotten in yeah. our neighborhood. And I think also COVID has played a big part in all of this. Ever since she too. got her opposable thumbs to work in <laughs> yes. her favor, she just loves picking up wrappers, uh, <sighs> cigarette butts, beer bottles, so tissues, you name it. There's she wants a, to touch it. There's been a lot of neglect in our neighborhood. And I have been... An abandonment. Yeah. Like it feels like... The city just doesn't care about this neighborhood. Which is bizarre because it's like it it does really feel very old school New York in our neighborhood. It being like such a mix of all different kinds of people's people and communities. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of conversation to be had about gentrification in our neighborhood. We are a part of that. However, we are gentrifiers that aim to stay be a part of community help community and not take over mm-hmm. that you know so there's been all these dialogues about gentrification on our neighbors instagram this bushwick life which has been interesting and thought-provoking and there's like a lot of people weighing in from all different sides um but one of the big takeaways for me was like We've lived here in this apartment in this neighborhood for eight or nine years. No longer in this apartment. It'll be nine. Ten, ten years in May. So really, that's what it will be. And I then thought I, it was nine years. And then I lived. Uh, no, it will be this coming May. Will be ten years. Okay. Yes, I got uh, that. I'm saying I thought it was nine. What I'm saying is this coming May. <laughs> and then before that's that, <laughs> and then before that, I lived on Flushing for three years. Yes. And you basically lived with me there that's let's, a whole other topic let's not <laughs> basically live there um, no, you can stay you just can't have a drawer bring any of your drawer, shit here do a toothbrush none of that <laughs> business all right thanks um yes we've been residents of these neighborhoods but i would say that we the longest run has been here yeah in this apartment on this street and we're very invested in our neighborhood. We've decided we want to stay here. We're not going to do some fucking white flight bullshit. Like, we want Fran to- But if you do do that, that's okay. We understand. <sighs> I... <laughs> um, it's not for us. We love the city. We love what it has to offer. We love our neighborhood. It's our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. We feel at home here. Whose streets? So, our streets. With all of this said- we are invested and like i think there's also something to be said for getting involved in local politics i was saying to you yesterday it's like it feels like you have some sense of control where it's like these are the people that i elected specifically for my (laughs) district for brooklyn borough president for the city council district comptroller controller i like i'm gonna fucking call these people and be yeah. like this matters pay attention you know i was dming with uh one of the gutierrez with jennifer gutierrez who is a uh who's jenny the de- who's the democratic nominee for district, district 34 which we don't live in we are district 37 separated by one block and but the park we bring Fran to is in 34. Is in 34, So correct. you DM Jenny Goots, and what do you say? I I tagged her, and I was like, this is your future district. We really need your help. Look at this pile of trash. Look at this pile of fucking shit that's always here. She immediately DM'd me back, and we started a really nice dialogue. And I will say, the current sitting district leader, not district leader, member, uh, Antonio Reynoso has not responded to anything, has never read one of my tagged stories, has not responded to my phone call, got to call him again today, decide I'm going to do that until he goes crazy. Try him right now. Put on speaker. <laughs> what if they pick up? Then say, I'm wondering if you got my DM or I'm want- just following up from oh my, God. Am I really my doing stories this on yesterday. The air? On the air? I'm just following. I'm a concerned citizen. I got to figure out. I think it's this number. Let's see. <clears throat> I went to the park again today. It does look a little better, but it goes right to voicemail. Mm. Hello. 
You've reached the office of Councilmember Antonio Reynoso. Please leave your message and we will return your call. Thank you. Please leave your message after the tone. When done, hang up. When done. Just be like, Hi, this is Ross Aaron Martineau. Uh, I called and left a message yesterday in regards to the trash in Maria Hernandez Park. I was just calling to... uh, follow up see if you had received my message um i did have a really good back and forth with jennifer gutierrez um who said that she was reaching out to sanitation and parks um but seeing as you as this is the office of the current sitting council member i wanted to know what uh mr reynoso might be doing about it um i have a lot of concerned residents in bushwick um it does appear as if some of the park got cleaned up. I've also been alerted to the fact that there is a budget uh, increase for parks uh, post-COVID. Um, but I would really like to speak to uh, Mr. Reynoso about what his plans are for the district uh, before he becomes borough president. Uh, because, you know, he got a lot of our votes for borough president. Uh but I would like to know what his plans of action for the district is before he makes plans for the borough. Um, Bushwick is in need of a lot of help, and he seems to be hard to get a hold of. Um, so again, my name is Ross Aaron Martineau. I'm actually a member of District 37, but I'm one block away from Maria Hernandez, which is in District 34. And I would love to hear from someone from his office. My number is... Thank you. The numbers are up. Hip hip hooray! <laughs> Super Rita save the day. Hey, the numbers are going up. The numbers are going up. That is a She's nod leaving. to Pete Zias, who's a little comedian I love on Instagram. Did you just say he's a little comedian? I know. I don't know why I said a little. He's a little. He's not little. Comedian. He's not little. He's, not he's little. a little man. I love. He's a little. I was trying to say he's a comedian who does a little bit. Where he runs around Los Angeles Talking telling about- people that the COVID numbers are going up. So I'm really bringing that energy to the stage right now. I'm announcing the numbers are mm-hmm. going up and I've had enough. Thank you so much. I'm going to bleep your phone number out so that we don't get oh, any of our you. viewers just calling your number and crank calling you. Dave, don't crank call the me, please. The perfect crank call would be, hi, this is uh, Representative Reynoso. <laughs> yes. Got your message. I'll deal with it, but listen. Gotcha, bitch. Not interested. <laughs> Thanks for your vote. I already won. <laughs> you do anything Friday night? Did you look at the timestamp where my phone number is? My digits? My digits? <laughs> you know what my digits? It's going to be around 56 minutes. Well, thanks for putting me on the spot to do that. I'm glad I called again because I did want to. I wanted to stick to my gun. This is what community engagement looks like. That's right. Okay. That's right. What was that chant? This is what these streets, our streets. Okay. This is what something looks like, though. This is what. No, no, no. This is what. I think it was from the Women's March. This is what democracy looks like. That's yeah, this what is what democracy this looks what, like. This is what fucking democracy you are, looks like. You're looking at it. That's what democracy looks I like. I can't do shit on the federal level, but I can do something about my fucking district. And, you know. I brought a garbage bag to my morning walk with Fran. Yeah, we're taking it more seriously. We're hoping to be a power of example for Fran. Let's be the change. Let's be the change. And honestly... It feels good to like do something, you know, and not just like sit and bitch. It's like I'm concerned um, about my neighborhood. Let's fucking do something about I it. I just want to carry a bullhorn around and follow people, follow litterers. <laughs> I'm going to carry a blowhorn and I'm going to say, hey, you dropped your garbage, pig. That is one of your favorite moves. You wish that you could do that all the time. Hey, don't you? pig. Hey, pig. Hey, piglet. You dropped your garbage. Hey, fucking pig. I think pig is such a horrible thing to call somebody. It would just feel so good. When you still had your motorcycle, I remember you angrily went up to somebody. No, that was in a car. That was in the... Oh, I thought you were on your motorcycle. Yeah, and I was driving through Bushwick, and I at a stoplight, somebody threw their whole... I remember it vividly. Their whole fucking bag of, like, sandwich trash right out their thing at the red light. So I got... I stopped the car walked up to them to yell at them i didn't call them a pig i said do you live here and he was like yeah <laughs> that is a good entry point though 
Because yeah. it is about being like, yeah, so yeah. what are you doing, bro? And it wasn't even in, it was, it was I want to say it was over by like the uh, East Williamsburg Industrial Zone. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like a nice part of town anyway, but still it's just like, dude, that's going to like go somewhere, you know? It's gross. It's gross. Uh, give me, give me his number. I'm calling. <laughs> Yeah, I, I witnessed someone dropping uh, a bagel wrapper on the ground. Illegal, illegal dumping. Yeah, that's a, also a hot topic on the Bushwick. This Bushwick life. Yeah, because I mean, we should describe to the viewer that some of these. It's not just like there's litter everywhere. It's like bags and bags of trash that get chucked out onto the sidewalk and then opened somehow. So yes. then there's just like, it. It's like we're not well, in fucking. Uh, Shang. Uh, uh, what is that? <laughs> I don't on, know where you're on headed. The Amazing Race, uh, oh, Sri Bangladesh. Lanka. It was Bangladesh. Bangladesh. I'll never forget. And like, like we're not there, you know. Like we. And they don't deserve to be in it either. No, but we are not no. a third world country, and I think third world country is that's that's a problematic. Problem. Yeah, developing country. Yeah. Is that what people say now? I have no idea. We're wrong. Cancel We're so us. wrong. Cancel us. <laughs> cancel us. Oh my God. Speaking of canceling, this is so apropos of absolutely nothing, but um, more of my trash entertainment is the Instagram account, Just Jared, which follows celebrities. And it's like the new Perez Hilton without being like really, really mean. Uh, Johnny Depp coming out swinging about cancel culture, how we all could be victims of it. <laughs> wow. Sounded like a real fucking crazy old man. Wow. Almost 60 years old, Johnny Depp. Wow. 58. He was at some fucking film festival and he went on a rant in all of his fucking like Pirates of the Caribbean rags that he wears about how cancel culture is coming for us all. It's like, dude, you're a ghost. You're a fucking ghost. And like you're an apparition. Cancel cancel culture is the least of everyone's worries. And if they if that's what they're worried most about, then they're your audience. Enjoy. Enjoy. Who said uh, that to us? Who said enjoy like that? We were in Puerto Rico on the trip where we got engaged. And we were staying at a hotel on the Condado Strip. El Condado. And uh, anyone who's been to San Juan. Uh, and we were out on the street, like getting into a taxi or going somewhere, like right outside the hotel. And we just hear in the distance somebody yell, Enjoy. <laughs> just like a drive by from we didn't even see the person i don't remember this at all but this has now become like one of our thousands of catchphrases Enjoy. around the house which was obviously a native spanish speaker in puerto rico saying enjoy with an accent that we found endearing delightful and sweet and it was just this faceless <laughs> voice in the ether going but loudly, like, I don't know what was going on. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> We also may have misheard. Perhaps they said it perfectly perfect. and Maybe it didn't happen. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Memory is 100% subjective. So okay? malleable. Uh, what did we even talk about? I don't know. We were all over the place, as usual. Shouldn't a podcast company pick us up? We think so. <laughs> right in. A call in. A call in. But by that, I mean rate, review, subscribe. Subscribe, review. Let us know that you've been enjoying listening. And hopefully. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Pass it along. Tell some other new parents. See, Maybe you have a friend that works in the biz. Be like, you know what? I'm really into the cutting edge of undiscovered podcasts. Have you heard of this couple who talks nonsense for an hour? Literally about nothing. They're parents. They fuck other people. They got a dog, a baby. I did step out. <gasps> oh, the juice. How do we skip over the juice? The juice. What the people come for. Do we Do we wait until you also stepped out? And well, we... I've stepped out twice in the time. With your boyfriend, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's stepping out. That's stepping out. Yeah, I've had a couple hotel dates. Yeah. Oh, who's fancy now? Now you're just bragging. <laughs> well, I had a shan't be named sweets step out. <laughs> shan't be named sweets. A little step out at the shan't be named sweets. Yep. 
Yep. So we do hotel dates now because we're married and we have a kid. Mm. So nobody's nobody's bringing home the business. Why don't you come over? Just don't make a peep, okay? Yeah. So, so but actually next... now we got this Barca lounger in here. I don't really see what <laughs> just, she's made of. Just have some... No way. <laughs> How disgusting. Ugh. Ugh. That sad bastard that ends up back here. Like, okay, I guess this will do. Drugs would definitely have to be involved if we, like, fuck somebody in this space because it's just gross. Yeah, like, we can't be, we can't no. be doing that. I wasn't serious. I'm doing bits. A step out. So, yeah, we're still out there, you know, minimally. Yeah. Um, We're pretty much obsessed with each other and our family these days. But, you know, every once in a while, you're going to get your rocks off. So we don't yeah. want you thinking we gave up. On my, the old freaky deaky. I mean, okay? my rocks are fully healed, so I gotta oh! start seeing if they work still. Yeah, he's like, I can't get nobody pregnant who's ready. Yeah. Just pumping loads. <laughs> Disgusting. So maybe we'll get into that next week. Yeah, woo! Y'all, thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Give us a little bit of love, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And we'll keep giving you some love. At the hotel, champy named sweets. You had the perfect amount of coffee today. Okay, bye. Maybe that's the ending. It's me being like, bing, 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 bing.